This morning when I woke up, expecting to see some type of calm and peace in Palestine and East Jerusalem, we instead saw the Israeli military and police force storming one of the holiest sites in all of Islam, the El-Aqsa Mosque, and I thought there was a ceasefire. But what we understand is that the ceasefire does not mean an end to police brutality, does not mean an end to apartheid. It just means an end to a very narrow type of brutality. In essence, they have agreed to stop using missiles, but the brutality and the apartheid is continuing unabated in full force. Let me unpack and explain what I mean. It's disturbing, but let's let's weigh in here. Let's lean in here. This is Sean King, and you are listening to the 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 breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. Of course, summer is quickly approaching, and I want you to enjoy it without a looming to-do list. Policy Genius makes it easy for you to get life insurance done and done right. You could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. Their licensed experts work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need. You can compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And when you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and the scheduling for free. Head now to policygenius.com to get started. Policy Genius, when it comes to life insurance, it's nice to get it right. As you may understand, generally speaking, when there are what people term as uh, fights or battles between Israel or conflicts is probably the worst word. Conflicts between Israel and Palestine. Generally, about 100 Palestinians are killed for every one Israeli that's killed. Generally speaking, Palestine and Gaza ends up completely decimated, and Israel ends up barely touched because they have what they call an iron dome that protects almost every missile from landing. And so, as you have seen on my timeline and on the news, thankfully, Nearly 300 Palestinians have been killed over the past week, and about 10 Israelis have been killed. So 300 to 10, that's about 30 to 1 in that, um, in that time span. And nearly 70 Palestinian children are included in that number, including infants and toddlers and, and, uh, and preteens and teenagers, just killed all over the place. Some families lost every child they have. And so it was a welcome announcement that a deal that multiple companies, uh, countries rather, maybe companies, 
uh, multiple countries had to intervene to help negotiate, a deal for a ceasefire was reached. But what we see today, which we are now supposed to be in this ceasefire zone, is that a ceasefire does not mean an end to the brutality from Israel's police force and military. They are still beating, beating and battering people. They are still firing uh, tear gas at sacred mosques. They are still firing rubber bullets at, at men, women, and children and elders. Today is as brutal as any other day. Just take the missiles away. All of the oppression is still there. Remember what really escalated the conditions on the ground there were were really two primary issues. Israel continues to illegally, it is a crime according to the United Nations, illegally take the homes and land away from Palestinian families who have lived in those homes on that land, sometimes for generations. It is theirs. They own it. It is their land. And when that land and when those homes are taken brutally, quickly, it, it of course, just like it would you if someone came in and raided your home and said, I live here now, of course, that escalates tensions beyond control. But secondly, throughout Ramadan, throughout the period of Ramadan, Israeli police and military forces continued to enter sacred spaces, mosques, during times of worship. Friday is the time for prayer at mosques all over the world. And they entered what is literally the third most sacred site in all of Islam today, they entered the grounds, the compound of the Al-Aqsa Mosque and again began arresting, firing tear gas, firing rubber bullets at worshipers during their time of prayer at people that were standing around with their families, in great part celebrating the ceasefire. And what does that do? It only escalates the tensions again. And what are people supposed to do? In essence, Israel is saying, yeah, we have a ceasefire, but now we're going to brutalize and oppress you and dare you to fight back. And if you fight back, we will say you broke the ceasefire. If you do anything to stand up for yourself, we will blame you, not us. What Israel has done today, right now, it's, it, it has been happening literally as I record this. What Israel has done today is just a continuation of their apartheid philosophy there, which is brutal violence and oppression, removing people from their homes, attacking them in their sacred and holy places, and oppressing them in every single possible way, and then daring them to stand up for themselves in any meaningful way. It is horrible. They, of course, Israel, of course, has not accounted for, has not been held accountable for the, the egregious war crimes and crimes against humanity. They have, not, they have not accounted for the nearly 70 children that they slaughtered over this past week. And the brutality continues. The problem is 
if yesterday, as they dropped, as Israel dropped missiles and bombs all over Gaza, if it was a level nine out of 10, uh, today it's, it's a seven. It's not a one or two or three. The oppression and brutality continues, and that's not sustainable. The oppression and brutality and the apartheid conditions have to end. Listen, I have a full day of meetings. Fridays are like that for me now. Love and appreciate all of you. I have a brand new article out that I want you to read that is about the role of Joe Biden in ending the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Um, It's not officially over, but I have heard from multiple congressional sources that they increasingly believe that he sent word to Jim Clyburn to basically say, hey, we don't even care if you remove qualified immunity. Just read the article. Go now. It's pinned at the top of the northstar.com. And if you're not yet a member, we need you to become a member at the northstar.com. We need your support. I am only able to come on here and say what I say without equivocation, without hesitation, because I know that we have members all over the country and around the world that have our back. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, this is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the past.